Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, joined by Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. Democrats in Sacramento are still doing damage control after being forced to backtrack on a bill to toughen California's law against child trafficking. This one seemed like a no-brainer, coasting to unanimous approval in the Senate before stalling in the state assembly. And that's when the heat turned up, forcing a rare reversal on high-profile legislation. We're talking about SB 14, a bill by Republican State Senator Shannon Grove of Bakersfield, the former Senate Minority Leader. She discovered that human trafficking of a minor was not on the state's list of serious felonies, which count as a strike under California's three strikes in your outlaw. So she wrote this bipartisan legislation to correct that, not controversial, in the Senate, where it passed 40 to nothing. But then it was defeated in the Assembly Public Safety Committee, and that sparked outrage with every Everybody from Governor Newsom to Elon Musk demanding reconsideration. And after some impassioned remarks by Republicans on the assembly floor, Democrats convened a quick emergency hearing and resurrected the bill. It passed committee. It's now on its way to likely passage. For more on this, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by State Senator Shannon Grove, Republican from Bakersfield and author of this bill. Thank you so much for being with us. All right, so this kind of thing does not happen very often in Sacramento. Uh, Why was it so important to you to keep this bill alive? And how big a political mistake was this by the Democrats to have to reverse course on it? Well, thank you very much for covering the subject matter. I really do appreciate it. It's important to keep this bill alive because our children should not be sold for sex. And if they are, perpetrators should be going to prison for a longer period of time than just four years. The governor rarely weighs in on pending legislation, but he spoke out quickly in favor of your bill. And it he was pretty key to, to reviving it. So how critical was that? And what did he say to you about it? Did you call him personally? Uh, I appreciate the governor weighing in on this. I really do. I don't think that if he didn't weigh in on it, that we would be sitting here with a bill on its way to appropriations and then the assembly floor in his desk. I know that the governor has worked on this issue of human trafficking since he's been the mayor and now being governor. Um, So I applaud him for engaging in the process. Um, We did have a brief phone conversation. He expressed his disappointment um, regarding the failure and what happened in the Public Safety Committee on Tuesday. And the next thing I know, there's a media outcry. Tweets going uh, just berserk, Elon Musk weighing in and others, and, um, and Californians getting a rare look at what really happens at that Public Safety Committee. So what does happen in that Public Safety Committee? Well, when you look at the the scrutiny that that public safety committee has been under, you have a chair, Reggie Jones-Sawyer out of Los Angeles, that kills Democrat and Republican fentanyl bills that are, you know, the largest poison for our children. And then we also have... um, we also have uh, not only the fentanyl bills, but public safety bills that address rape of an unconscious person, domestic violence bills, 
and um, rape of a developmentally disabled individual. And all of those bills have been held or severely amended to be non um, beneficial to those individuals that are victims of these crimes. And so it's Democrat and Republican bills. You know, what? one of the arguments against the bill in committee was that often people engaged in human trafficking are themselves victims of it, and, and your legislation could hurt them uh, inadvertently. How do you respond to that, and how does your bill address that? So let's be clear. There are safeguards. We took out the word uh, violent. It's only serious. We allow for vacature relief under California Penal Code 236.14, and then we also give them affirmative defense. There's 850 cases that have been prosecuted by the Alameda County District Attorney's Office, who has the first in the nation heat unit, which is a, a human trafficking unit that's victim-centric. And out of those 850 cases, only one victim was charged, and after about a month, the charges were dropped. We also checked with the Orange County District Attorney's Office. They've prosecuted zero victims in all the prosecutions that they've done for human trafficking. My bill is very, very narrow. So under my bill, I want the selling of a child for sex to be the serious felony. Now, it can be now if there's extenuating circumstances, great bodily injury, duress, harm, coercion, torture, all those things. I just simply want the selling the child for sex to be the serious felony, if that's not enough. You know, it right now it's not, but my bill will do that. And it also addresses the victim situation um, to where there is no victim that will be prosecuted underneath this piece of legislation. You just said something that uh, raised my red flag, and I just want to go back to it. I know we're getting a little bit off topic here, but we're talking about the Public Safety Committee. And who was the lawmaker holding up bills in the Public Safety Committee? And what's their excuse? The chair of the Public Safety Committee, Reggie Jones-Sawyer, has um, garnered frustration from both sides of the aisle. His own party is very frustrated with the fact that their bills are being killed in that Public Safety Committee. And like I said, whether it is fentanyl bills, um, he refused to hear fentanyl bills, any bills relating to fentanyl, till the speaker stepped in. Um, he's, he's killed several bills that, like I said, address a rape of an unconscious person, rape of a de- developmentally disabled person, um, domestic violence cases. Those three bills were presented by Democrats. And so it is It is a very rare point. It is a very, very rare time when the curtain is actually pulled back and the people of the state of California actually get to see what happens in these public safety committees. And I'm really grateful that, that our bill was used for that. And I hope it will um, keep people engaged in that public safety committee to get good policy out of that committee and not just poor policy. Why do you think he's defeating those uh, those bills and, and not letting them to go forward? What's the motivation behind that? You know, I can't answer that. Um, you know, I, I listened to your introduction and one of you said, um, it seems like a no-brainer. I can't tell you how many interviews I've had where every reporter says, it's like you guys have the same talking about, well, it seems like a no-brainer. Well, it was to 40 senators in the state of California that passed it unanimously off the Senate floor. And it obviously was to the governor and the speaker, but not this individual. After pressure on Tuesday of the bill dying, um, then Thursday they took it up again, and he voted for the policy as is that he killed on Tuesday. 
Yeah, one more for you. I'm just wondering, and I think the reason we all say it's a no-brainer is because it seems to most people like it is. Uh, so it's not even a talking point. It's just sort of, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, how much damage do you think this whole episode has done, not just to Reggie Jones-Sawyer, we'll have to have him on to speak for himself, but to the Democrats controlling Sacramento, what kind of opening does it create for your party, perhaps, in working more closely with the governor? So I, I really do think it was... Democrats that were harmed by this, but the institution itself. Obviously, Democrats had a lot of um, repairing to do. That's why I think the governor and the speaker got involved with what happened. But it also makes the legislature, the California state legislative body, look um, ridiculous. I don't think that if you asked any Democrat, Republican, independent, or no party preference, if you thought do you think that human trafficking of a minor child, a child, selling that child for sex that is 17 years old or under, should that be a serious felony? And can an exception be made, should an exception be made to the three strikes law? I realize we don't want to promote three strikes. I realize there's an issue with overcrowding. And I realize that the Democrat Party is trying to get rid of it. But in selling a child for sex, there should be an exception made. And I bet every person would say yes. Yeah, I think you're, you're probably right. If you took that poll, you'd, you'd have a majority agreeing with you. Republican State Senator Shannon Grove, thanks for being with us, author of SB 14, which has another committee to go. And yeah, after being defeated in the Public Safety Committee, they did this about face and it passed unanimously, or at least six nothing. A couple uh, didn't vote. They abstained. But um, SB 14, another committee stopped to go. Then it has to be approved by the full assembly. Something tells me it will be got to go back to the Senate then. And eventually, I, Gavin Newsom has made clear he's going to sign this one and it'll get a lot of attention when that happens in the next, uh, when they come back in August. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.